What do you want? I don't want my soda yet. What's with the neighbors? Cats, uh, cat, <laughs> cat. <laughs> Sorry. What? Bree's making herself laugh. No, I'm <laughs> share with the class. Um, this is our what's with the neighbors. That is Brie. And that's A May. A money. A Marito Sour. And am I alive? Me? Be really Brie. Yeah, that was lame. We're really bad at making up nicknames, guys. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't help that like your name is already a nickname, and then mine is so short. Like, what do you? You have to add yeah. words to it Amy is to a make nickname. it a nickname. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is our neighborhood uh, hometown holes. Hometown holes. Do do. I we should have, have the the piano music. Do 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 do. do. No, I just mean like the fright, like the scary, the horror, like dun, 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 type of music. Oh, with yeah, 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 yeah. Very suspenseful. Um, do we have any announcements? Um, hundredth episode is coming up soon. What is this? Ninety eight, or is this ninety nine? I think this is ninety eight. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's ninety eight. So, um, guys, get excited for our one hundredth episode. Please celebrate with us. Um, make sure you tell your neighbors, your kids, your mom, your cousins, your friends. Hi, Leon. everybody up in here. Tell everybody up in here that we be on podcast. Gonna be just a good podcast, and we have so much fun. <laughs> and also it's spooky season so like who doesn't like a good true crime and paranormal exactly. podcast so exactly. uh it is our prime time let everybody know that's the biggest thing that helps us we appreciate it also check out our website social medias you know wwt and podcast and um send in your creepy kid stories if you want to record your kid telling a creepy story i meant to bring charlotte in to do that as an example but it's okay that's all right next time i guess maybe. i could ask alice that too yeah tell her to have one prepared next time i will she's not, my she's... nephew has one <gasps> he has he actually um so like he reads like war books uh, he's such an old of course soul he does. <laughs> uh yeah i told you about him he's a very old soul and he reads like all these old war books and he read me like this creepy passage from one of them the other day and he's like i was thinking does this work for your podcast? And he read it to me and I'm like, oh, that's creepy. And he's like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And I was like, I think <laughs> you should read that. He's like, I think I might. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, he, oh my gosh, he just turned seven, seven, seven. Mm -hmm. So, and also people, it doesn't have, like we say kids, like it can be a teenager, mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Like, and even if it's that. a real experience too. If you were like at a party, <laughs> well, I mean, if you were at like a slumber party and trying to talk to ghosts, you know, oh, there's like yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah. I watched a TikTok today. <laughs> I may have sent it to you and it was a slumber party and they were like that one kid at the slumber party and the mom's like, all right, kids, good night. Time to go to bed. And they turn off the light 
And the one kid sits up and says, if there is a spirit in the room, <laughs> knock three times. And all the kids are like, no. <laughs> you didn't send that to me, but that's hilarious. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> that would be you. If that I ever went to you. a slumber party. All okay. the I remember like going to a slumber, maybe like I've, I think I've only gone to like two my entire childhood that I can remember. And one was we, it, this would all happen in one night. We uh, went to Leslie's house. I forgot her last name, but um, she's a realtor now, but she uh, was, it was her birthday party and we watched the Selena movie. Oh, and you know how she, movie. I know. And you know how, like, she dropped the rose at the end and it yeah. was a white rose? And we looked outside and we're like, oh, a white rose bush. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She She's haunting us. Yeah. And then, and then we also did the Bloody Mary in the bathroom, but I was too scared to do it. Cause, Dude, I would be too. I never played around with that. Yeah. And they did something. They they did Bloody Mary a bunch of times and then they did something else. But I was like, not interested. I was like too scared about the red like, rose nah, man. or the white rose. <laughs> so I, don't want, I don't want Selena coming. <laughs> I don't want Selena after me. <laughs> no, no Selena goes loud. Beautiful, Selena, beautiful, beautiful singer. But um, when she was alive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh okay um do you want me to share my neighborhood story first um sure okay so this is actually from uh my marketplace like oh okay on cool. my facebook so All it's right. like a it's like a real hometown store get a little bit of a uh, redding california in there yeah hometown neighborhood story Sick. so this uh it says it's the title of it says affordable caskets for $700 with the prices of caskets nowadays. It's hard to, it's hard for anyone to afford to bury a loved one. So I've decided to offer affordable handmade custom made to order affordable caskets made to order to fit your loved one. Prices range 600 to a thousand dollars, depending upon customer's request. Feel free to contact me via messenger with any questions. I will get back to you as soon as I can. And it's just um, like wooden caskets that he has carved. And then like, I'll send you a picture of this, but like he's like carved like a cross on them. And oh. then on the inside, he has, like, a little bit of padding. Do they look that... nice? I mean, f I, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, you're going to be dead in it, so it's like. You're, like, why are we getting. I, I get this, because why are we spending, like, $2,000. Yes, on something that we're just going to be dead in. And, I don't and care. it's going to get buried under. Like, put me in yeah. a cardboard box. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, at least we'll, like it'll like dissolve and we can like become one with the earth and maybe we'll... yeah you could put a seed with me yeah and then i'll turn into a tree yeah that sounds really hippie but that also sounds like a really cool idea that and i think like that's cool actually idea. a thing that is a thing and... yeah <laughs> <laughs> super Anyways. trippy man evolution man i don't know <laughs> That, 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 that's how you get haunted whole... forest though yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're so true. 
think about I never it. thought about that. All right, hometown horrors. So Here we go. since I left off the last time we did hometown horrors, um, I started reading all the oh tons girl. of stories from that. Yeah, was it eight? On one of our listen, yes. Um, we're gonna we're just gonna call her what the H. Um, what the H? What the H? What the H? <clears throat> so. This is a second story from What the Age because they sent like a giant compilation of stories throughout the, all of their experiences in this one place. And so I just kind of like separated them all. So this yeah. is the next one. Okay. And it starts out. We had all the typical haunted house experiences and explained footsteps, items in places or positions they shouldn't have been. Lights turning off and on, strange feelings and sounds throughout the or throughout the years. My mother remained in denial that anything strange was happening in the home, and I have a theory that eventually she did come to accept that fact. But by the time she lived alone, didn't want to acknowledge it, so she could try to remain in blissful ignorance and not feed into the belief of myself and my friends that the house was haunted. I get that. Uh, I could not. Um, the yeah. older I got, the more the activity seemed to increase, and the presence felt terrifying and hostile. This didn't make sense to me. There had been no deaths here and no previous home on the land, and I couldn't think of a person or event that could cause this. When I was a teenager, a bunch of my friends came to live with us, each of their own reasons, but generally because they had and abusive or neglectful families, and my mom essentially became the group mother. At this okay. point, the only shower available to us kids was in the bathroom downstairs. Oh boy, this, why does that sound bad? Yeah, the downstairs was the the area that no one liked to go to. Right. Um. She said that in the last story. So, uh, what, which, in, what did she call it? She called it. She called it. You're something. right. She did call it something. I can't remember. I can't remember. Like. The dungeon. No, that's not what she called it. Anyway, um, sorry. Go ahead. You're good. So at this point, the only shower available to us was in the ba bathroom downstairs, and this scared the crap out of me to the point that some of us would go downstairs in pairs, one to take a shower and one to sit on the other side of the door so the person in the bathroom wasn't alone. Like, that's bad. <laughs> um, the feeling of that's being so alone. <laughs> yeah, I would know. I, the feeling of being alone and vulnerable behind a curtain caused extreme fear for me as I could feel that I was not alone and that I was being watched. My best <gasps> friend, who we'll call friend A, and I were very comfortable with one another and would frequently enter the bathrooms to get something when the other person, person was showering. On one occasion, right. I went downstairs to take a shower while she stayed upstairs with her boyfriend. Another friend who also lived in the house and frequently had experiences of his home, his own. So, uh, I heard that. So while I was showering, I heard the door open and felt the blast of cold air in the room <gasps> as she walked in. I could feel her presence on the other side of the curtain standing in the room. I said something. She, to her. Said, it was her, she said it was her friend. Is she believes it's her friend? It's, okay. Her okay, friend okay, was okay. upstairs that she knew of though. And with her boyfriend. Okay. Okay. Um, I said something to her and got no response, but shortly after the 
After, the feeling and cold temperature went away and I knew I was alone again. Once I finished and I returned to the group upstairs, I made a comment about her ignoring me and everyone looked confused. What do you mean? She asked. I've been up here the whole time. The other friends confirmed this was true. (laughs) Friend A and I were the only girls and neither of the guys would have walked in as I was showering. Who was in the bathroom with me? And oh that my is gosh. the end of that one. H, are you okay? I know, right? <laughs> Thank you, H. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yep. Nope. Nope. That stresses me out. Um. Okay, so this one is from Dawn. Um, Dawn is actually my... I don't even know what he is. He's my grandfather-in-law is that a thing yes he's my step grandfather-in-law yeah okay well is it step step grandpa yes but do i call him step because like don't call him step you should call grandpa yeah say hello stepmother (laughs) well i mean like Technically, Sarah is his stepmother, but technically, Sarah's just my mother in law. Is she a stepmother in law? <laughs> At this point, he it, doesn't have a mother. So yeah, maybe it yeah. is she just takes I mean, technically, the role. Technically, it is a step, but I mean, you don't, you don't have to like elaborate on that. I already did. Oh, okay. Yep. Already there. <laughs> We're there. But let's be real. Rick doesn't have a mother. Yes. So correct. we have disowned her. So, and really, Sarah has stepped in as a mother role. She's pretty cool. She always has had that mother role, but like, I think it became more accepting from the boys once mm-hmm. mom kind of was out of the picture. Anyway, anyways, wow. Airing my family's dirty laundry out. On. Um, so this is from Don, and Don is like such. Oh my gosh, talking to him, he's like such a smart man, and Rick loves loves talking to him because they can one talk forever, both of them. Two, he just soaks up everything that Don has to say. So, oh, I love it. Yeah. So this is from Don. He said, and he has two stories, but they're very short. He said, roughly two months ago, my son-in-law and I were sitting outside on the back deck. All of a sudden, a bright light appeared out of nowhere, and it was heading east. It traveled a few miles and then disappeared. I thought about it for about a day and decided to ask John if there was any search helicopters that would have such a bright light, and he said no. So he was assuming that it was a UFO because it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, then he, uh, he said, here's my other UFO sighting story. I was 23 years old. I used to go on a run down at the high school track near the house with my dog. Each time I would go and lay on the lawn out front of my house and rest and look up at the sky. I saw what I thought was a satellite. It was heading vertically. Then it took a sharp right turn, went vertical again, then took another sharp right. Then it disappeared. There's no way a satellite could stop, could make those sharp turns and change direction directions that quickly. 
Where was that? So, uh, um, this one was when he was 23 years old in Washington. Like Washington State? Yeah. Okay. Oh, and the other one was in here in Redding, California. The zigzagness reminds me of one of the stories that I told from one of those people's accounts at the um, the trial that was going on. Yeah. Yeah. It, who you, So you had a UFO this story this time and last time. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I I had quite a few uh, stories. So I don't That's know. They, crazy. Yeah, they have. I guess they have a lot of weird things that they've seen out where they live because they're more rural. Yeah. So yeah. That's very cool. Nice. Yeah. And California is such a like hot spot for UFO sightings too. Apparently, huge, huge. Yeah. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Um, Don. What's his name? Don. Don. Okay. Cool. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, thank you for joining us. And <laughs> up next, Bree is going to share another hometown hole. All right. Coming to you from my basement, I have uh, another one in Charleston. Because I'm, again, I'm going there soon, and I was excited excited to see that this was a thing. Um, so I've been here several times. This is, this. it's a big tree, and it's called Angel Oak. Aww. And it's like, it's like the biggest tree, the biggest and like the oldest tree, like on that side of the Rocky Mountains or something. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's huge. She's massive. She's beautiful. Her limbs, like, go down and, like, touch the ground and, like, you can, like, walk over them and stuff. It's really cool. Ooh. Okay. So, uh, it says, it's this was someone else's account and I kind of found it, like, an article. So, mm -hmm. it says, by day, the Angel Oak is one of Charleston's top tourist attractions with visitors basking in the beauty of the Southern Live Oak that's estimated to be between 500 and 1500 years old. It's like a really big difference. That is a big difference. <laughs> uh, by night, colorful glowing lights and fiery apparitions of faces that can look part human, part goat, or boar have been recorded. I had no idea that this was a thing. I don't I, like I've it. never been there at night. I've been there in the day. Um, a local couple who was married under the giant tree in 2008 returned to the site on a full moon many months later to recapture the moment in solitude. Yeah, right. Y'all went there to go do it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah that's a bunch of baloney because I would have been like, let's go do it. You're <laughs> sorry. <grossy. laughs> uh, all around the ancient oak, they saw spirits. They described them as glowing human forms around a dozen of them in different hues of lights gathered next to the enormous trunk with several others up in the branches. What? The husband, delirious in the experience, decided to carve a heart on one of Angel Oak's branches with a pocket knife, which kind of pisses me off because it's a really like well-respected like place and tree and you're yeah. not supposed to do that kind of stuff. Um, as he put the blade to the tree, the paranormal display vanished. They began to hear things moving in the darkness. His wife asked that he put the knife away when she saw the bright flash of a devilish face that looked like it was on fire. A uh, visage, a visage, 
uh, she described as a theater mask, part animal and part human. Uh, She spotted one more fiery face moving between the trees as the husband put his blade away. Hurriedly returning to the unpaved Angel Oak Road, they looked back and saw the starry forms reappear. So uh, yeah, something was like, um, don't, don't hurt my tree. Don't hurt me, please. Yeah. yeah. What the heck? Yeah, it's, uh, it is apparently well protected. That was the Angel Oak in Charleston, South Carolina. That's so cool, Brie. Yeah. I want... I, I, I don't think you can. I don't think you're supposed to go there, and I am pretty Probably sure not. they have it closed because it's like protected. So I don't. I don't know when that was, but well, I you said 2008. Now, oh, did I? Okay, I. And 2008 was still protected. They they probably oh, they were just breaking went there and weren't supposed to. Yeah, but they went gift shop and everything. So- <laughs> <laughs> So I have another one from the calendar. Um, oh, yeah. And, but I really just kind of wanted, I really like the idea of just keeping it short. I mean, it, it is long for a hometown story, but um, instead of like trying to do more research and, and whatnot, I yeah. like the idea of keeping it shorter. So I'm going to read it real, like, I'm going to be pretty fast. Okay. Yeah. So this is called... Um, a survivor story, Joseph Samuel, the man they couldn't hang. So uh, in 1970, or in, excuse me, in 1795, 14-year-old Joseph Samuel was convicted of larceny and sent to a British prison colony in the South, in New South Wales, Australia. In August 1803, Samuel and a group of prisoners escaped and robbed the nearby home of a wealthy woman. During the robbery, uh, Joseph Luker, who had been guarding the women's house, was murdered. Um, After the group was recaptured, Samuel admitted to robbing the women but denied direct involvement of the murder. However, Samuel was the only one that the woman was able to identify, so he was sentenced to hang while the rest of the group was acquitted due to the lack of evidence oh that sucks yeah samuel was brought to the gallows along with another prisoner on september 26 his fellow prisoner nothing (laughs) his his fellow prisoner was hanged on the first attempt but samuel survived three attempts Oh my gosh, that sucks. The the hemp rope designed to hold a thousand pounds broke on the first try. On the second try, Samuel slipped out of the noose, th- though the S executor executioner swore it had been secured. On the third try, the rope snapped again. Ultimately, the crowd decided Samuel's fate. After Samuel survived three attempts, attempts in quick succession to be hanged, the outrage, cro- the outrage crowd demanded he be set free. The governor was summoned and took it as a sign from God that Samuel should be spared from execution. It's unknown why the rope broke at the gallows in the test done shortly after the attempted hanging. The same rope sustained a weight of 392 pounds even after three strands had been cut. Whoa. Samuel's sentence was uh, commuted to life in prison. In 1806, it was reported that he had escaped from 
the penal colony again he and a group of other prisoners stole a boat and the search party found no trace of them despite a thorough thorough sweep of the area it is believed that the group perished in the temps the temp tempest the night after their escape what (laughs) wow that was a good one it's like uh, somebody was looking out for you. I know. I mean, Jesus on your side. He obviously did bad things. He robbed yeah. and he was uh, in prison for larceny and he escaped prison. But the Lord's like, not today. Not today, Australia. No <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. Terrible, was but awesome. Like, oh my gosh! Like you, you're, you're like, okay, this is it. This is my last moments. I'm gonna die. And then like, oh, didn't work. Oh, oh my god. Now I have to like prepare myself again. And it's again. like, oh, oh my god, it didn't work. And then it's like, oh, come on, get it over with already. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> Russian by the third time. You're just like, I'm ready for this. I'm tired of this. This, come just- on. Put me, put me in a a saw blade. Put yeah, my head. I, yeah, right. I feel Chop like just, decapitate uh, me. Just the uh, the anticipation of it would just be the worst. The anxiety would be way yes. too much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, I love that the crowd was on his side. Yeah, me too. <laughs> don't kill him. I don't know. I don't know what that accent was. All right, all right. So. I have one. I've looked at this one many, many times, and I've thought about doing it, but I have not because it was not ready. I couldn't get enough juice. I couldn't get enough juice out of it. So I was like, yeah. hometown horror. Hometown horror. All right. So this is about the Hoi back. I forgot to look up the pronunciation of this. So I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher it. All right. This is the Hoi back Baku for Bachu. Bachu, Bachui mm-hmm. Forest. Okay, let's just say it like we're confident. This is the Hoi Bachui Forest. Uh, this that sounds forest a lot better. Is uh, situated in Romania. It lies. Uh, it stretches three kilometers or one point eight miles long. Thank Figured you. I'd Americanize that part. Um, it's now not that we're against anyone else's. I know no. we should be on the metric system. Yes, right. We should. No, we yeah. are on the metric system. No, we we're not. Just be- we should just be doing what the rest of the world is doing. Yeah. Let's not act like we're smarter because I'm not. We're, we're not. not. Sorry. This is not a smart podcast. This <laughs> no. is just. We're not a, a smart. Po- I'm not <laughs> a smart man. Okay. <laughs> so uh, the forest is used as a like area to go relax, go walking. There's a bike path. There's things like recreational activities like yeah. paint. I think there's like paintball or whatever. Um, and it. It has a nickname, though, and it's called the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. The forest gained its name from when a shepherd went missing in the forest. Like a, like a, like a person. Like, like a person, okay. flock of sheep. Okay. Uh, when a shepherd went missing in the forest with 200 of his sheep. <gasps> and who's never seen again in another sheep were. To add to this strange the thing. The sheep also weren't found? Everything went missing. Uh, to add to this, a five-year-old girl also disappeared into the forest. However, five years later, she was seen again, not aging one day. What? No. 
The force first became known sometime in the 1960s when biologists photographed a flying object in the sky above the forest. Visitors often report intense feelings of anxiety, the feeling of being constantly watched, and the force even warns the locals to stay, er, even warns people about this kind of stuff, and locals tend to stay away out of fear of never finding their way out. What? And it's not like uncommon to see like UFOs around it too. Still, I don't so. like that. Yep, that is that was short, but that is the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania, the Hoybaku Forest. You know, uh, you said this is in Armenia, Transylvania, Transylvania. It's like right outside of Transylvania. It's in it's in Romania, Romania. So, is that the same as Armenia? No. Romania. Romania. Why are we talking about things that we don't know? Because we sound really stupid sometimes. I was just going to say, because um, if it is, because the Kardashians are part Armenian. And so no, maybe. Not the same. But I was going to say. Romanian. If it, they were the same. That's where they go. And they like. They just actually the live. Go in the forest, and that's how they keep their looks young. Like a fountain actually, of youth. Yeah, but it's actually just a shit ton um, of plastic surgery and Botox. Yeah. yeah. Um, Romanian. Romanian. Yeah. Okay. Um. So this one is from Caleb. I wanted to. I wanted what you said that like you had an attitude about Caleb. <laughs> so it's from Caleb. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> I don't know why you said it like that. So uh, I knew of this story, but I didn't want to write it. I didn't want it like I wanted it to come from someone else. And I knew that um, this young man went to school with this person that the story's about. And so I was like, yo, can you write a little blurb about this? And he's like, yeah. So uh, he does not listen to our podcast, but <laughs> it's fine. Uh, he he was happy to share, and he I don't know if he wrote it. Let me see if he wrote it in here. Um, yeah, okay. So I'll, I, I'm not going to repeat what he said because he says it in the story. So this, thank you, Caleb, for sharing this with me. Um, after seven months, after a seven month investigation, Macy Sil Sylvie was arraigned today on August 23rd. So like this literally just happened two days ago. Okay. Um, for kidnapping and murdering her two year old daughter back in January of this year. So this is what happened. Back in January, Macy was so depressed because her baby daddy was in jail and didn't call or try to reach out to Macy or their or their daughter during Christmas. In January, Macy deliberately left out prescription medication she stole from her mother and left it on her daughter's left it on her daughter's bedside table. Macy was living with her parents at the time, but her parents were also working very hard to keep the household running. Macy told the police that during that during that day she stopped her daughter from playing with the open prescription bottles and threw them away. She then told the officers that when she caught her the second time, she force fed the med medication to her two-year-old daughter. Oh my gosh. 
I know. In later interview, in a later interview, she redacted that statement and said that she attempted to remove the medication from her mouth. So it sounds like she's not being very she's taking back what she's saying. So right. then yeah, then she told the officer she gave the two-year-old part of a Xanax and then panicked and told their housekeeper she was going to take the baby to the hospital. She then got on the phone with her mother and her mother was begging her to take her to the hospital. Instead, Macy drove out to Oak Run, which is about 30 to 45 minutes away and sat in the car for about a half hour and for about an hour and 20 minutes, hoping that the Xanax would wear off. She then started driving back to town, realized and realized that her daughter was unresponsive, so she called 911. Officers and paramedics met with her halfway to back to the halfway back to town, rushed her to the hospital where the doctor declared the two-year-old dead. An autopsy report came back and showed that she had ingested 15 different oh prescription medications. God. And her official cause of death was an overdose. Macy was asked by investigators to come in for a lie detector test. She instead wrote a suicide note on her phone and left her phone for her family to find. She bought a burner phone under her friend's name, skipped town for a few months, stealing someone else's identity. She eventually came back in July and talked with detectives and was arraigned today for kidnapping and murder. Oh, sorry. Kidnapping and murder with intent, intent of poisoning her daughter. Um, I went to school with this girl, so it was so weird how you think you know someone and she ended up being a murderer. Thanks for letting me share. Did you go to school with this person? No, I didn't. This she's that she was twenty. She's twenty one, and she's a coward. Yeah, thousand percent. Oh, you idiot. Yeah. That poor baby. What is that this? Casey poor... Anthony? Basically. Oh, my gosh. You... Isn't that so sad? That is so sad. That poor baby. That poor family. That poor family. That's all I, I think about. Like, I never feel bad for the mother or, you know, whoever did the yeah, murdering. No, you think about I, the people that are left behind. Are left behind. The, the dad that, I mean, sure, he was in prison but or in jail. Maybe he couldn't call or whatever. Maybe he was in trouble. You, he'll never see his baby again. The, the parents that are caring for them. Ugh. And I'm sure the parents are going to get, like, crap for it, too. But, like, they can't, like, it's not they their weren't, fault. They didn't put the prescription bottles out. It was She told them what she did. You idiot girl. Yeah. So. Oh, my gosh. That's so sad. I know. Thanks, Caleb. Yeah, thanks, Caleb. <laughs> All right. What's All your right, last one? All right. So this episode comes out on my anniversary. <gasps> Mine and Josh's anniversary. So um, How first many off, years? seven years. This year is the year of copper. And it's really super easy to find copper gifts. Um interesting so, uh, we usually follow the years yeah. i'm pretty sure he didn't um i might put a penny with his gift with like the year that we were married Aww, yeah. but i couldn't really find one but i got him a belt buckle you couldn't find him a penny 
No, I can't. <laughs> I couldn't find him something that was copper that he would like. Uh -oh. I didn't want it to be a waste of gift. Like yeah. I looked, I I did. However, I did find some um, uh, what are they called for like dress suits with like the buttons that oh, go right here? Uh, yep, cufflinks. Cuff, yeah, cufflinks. Um, I did find some that were pennies. I was thinking about getting. I might still get those. I don't know. You know, anyway. pennies are not made out of copper. copper you have to find you have to find a real copper penny yeah i know yeah or you i can know just give him a penny yeah i'm probably just gonna give him a penny here <laughs> happy anniversary i'll happy throw it on our wedding shelf um so yeah happy anniversary babe love you um so i have a wedding ish story it's called oh. it's about ghost marriages and Can I remember I wanted get to get married after they die. You're about to find out. Okay. So in China, originally weddings were strictly for the dead conducted by the living to wed two single people during this holiest of matrimonies. Essentially matchmakers would like look over a bride's age, family background, yada, 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 um, to find the perfect fit for them. Then the bride's family would like put some demands in, like a uh, a dowry, like a settlement for, or let's yeah. say like what they have for property, money, jewelry, servants, you know, whatever. And right. uh, the wedding ceremony typically involved the funeral plaque of the bride and groom and a banquet. Then as a grand finale the bones of the bride are dug up and placed into the groom's grave. In the later years, these marriages like have also involved one partner that is dead and the other that is still alive. Um, performing the rituals typically in secret, I guess. In addition, um, yeah, like it's, it's a thing. Cause, cause it's such a, like, I'll, second okay sorry sorry you're good um in addition alarmingly or uh, an alarming reports of um a, an alarming amount of reports sorry of grave robbery grave why can't i talk i don't know in addition an alarming amount of reports of grave robbery uh -huh. and even murder have also <sighs> surfaced in Chinese culture, so here's why. In Chinese culture, it is used. It used to be like an embarrassment. I don't know if it still is. It used to be like an embarrassment if the daughter was unmarried, and she, like she wouldn't be allowed to live at home. Like think about Mulan. Like they were like she was yeah. a disappointment to the family because they couldn't right. find her. Like a man, whatever. Yeah. Now we're like with the normal times, and women are like super empowered, and it's like I don't hey, need no man. I don't need no man. <laughs> in 2015 it was reported that 14 female corpses were stolen in one village in shanzi shanzi province the grave robbers made money off all the corpses so they're like selling these corpses to who i, I guess maybe people who, who want brides are, i have who, no idea okay so so they would okay so they would marry these dead bodies yeah Yep. Hey, you know but, what? Like, what if they're already married? I bet they never talk back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they say to put a woman in her place by putting her in the kitchen. <laughs> Just put her in the grave. Just put her in the grave. <laughs>
<laughs> Guys, I'm just kidding. Shut up. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> sorry. It's fine. <laughs> okay, get it together. Okay. So, uh, I guess ghost weddings serve as a form of emotional compensation for bereaved relatives also. And according to cultural beliefs, many Chinese people believe that more misfortune will be brought upon them if dead wish if the dead's wishes have not been fulfilled. So hosting a wedding is a means to like pacify the dead, essentially like continuing their lives in the afterlife. Okay. So yeah, that that is ghost marriages in China, and it is still a thing, clearly. So, yeah. So... I don't think it's as big of a thing. I don't think... I don't know if it's, like... I, I'd imagine it's probably kind of, like, frowned upon. So, I don't know. So, this is my take on it, is if it, it if it's still, like, more of a thing now. Um, and the daughter's, like, super empowered, and she's like, no, I'm never getting married. And then she dies, and her parents are like, ha-ha! sucker you can get married now <laughs> you can marry me over my dead body <laughs> okay <laughs> but <laughs> oh my gosh that, that can get really creepy really fast yeah <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay so this is my last hey story. do you think that the groom got a boner <laughs> godfrey <laughs> I had to. You're giving me a headache. <laughs> okay, so this is my last one. Okay. So Joshua Dobson, 18 year old, was arrested in July near Manchester in the United Kingdom on suspicion of vehicle theft, driving without a license, and leaving a gas station without paying. When authorities told him, when authorities went to his home to take him into custody, they couldn't find him. However, after after a search, they found him in a very peculiar place. The uh, officers released a statement that said, when we went to arrest him, our officers noticed a large stuffed animal bear breathing. They approached the bear and even eventually found Joshua hiding inside the, inside of it. He had cut a hole big enough for him to hide his entire body inside the stuffed bear. He was eventually sentenced to nine months in prison, and the authorities told the news, hopefully he has a bearable time inside. <laughs> spot that would be perfect for hide and seek the ultimate hide and seek spot we have a giant bear in my house like that now i'm terrified in charlotte's room (laughs) that's That's hilarious yes charlotte has a giant bear in her bedroom and i could hide in it if i wanted to i've thought about it before you should i got it for my first valentine's day from josh i was like is there a zipper on it no 
You'd have to cut a hole I could into put, it. I could have Josh's mom put one in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just can't imagine. <laughs> like you're searching and you see this like there and you can like it's see just it. Breathing. <laughs> like also was, that would uh, scare the shit out of me. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like but boy stories, was... worst nightmare. <laughs> If I saw, if I was the officer and saw that, I'd be like, oh, buddy. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, my God. No. <laughs> no. Come on, bud. This was a good oh, attempt, cool. though. <laughs> I love it. I bet he lost it. <laughs> oh, probably. What is your neighborhood story? All right. Here we go. So this is from next door and it is titled Gorgeous Silver Fox Sighting. Oh. And it is a picture of an older guy in a hoodie, like doing yeah. some yard work. And it says, I spotted this handsome critter in my backyard weeding the flower beds and managed to get a picture. And I guess they just posted it on the next door app. That's all. They just wanted Great. everyone to know. They're like, look at my silver fox. You think it was and her own husband? It says in my backyard, so, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awkward if it wasn't. Yeah, that would be. It's like, oh, gosh, that's Linda. Linda, Linda. stop. That's Stopping Greg from next door. He's just trying to do something nice for you. He he does this for you every week. His like, wife stop. just died, like, two weeks ago. <sighs> Linda, God, stop. Linda. Goodness gracious. Keep it in your pants, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to get, thank you for listening to our hometown horror stories. You can hear one next in four weeks, three weeks. In October. In October. Yeah. And send in your um, kid creepy stories. We really want to hear them. Yes. And also send um, in your hometown horrors. If you yeah. have your own experiences or if there's something that happened in your hometown that's, like, not super big but, you know, you big enough to report, yeah. let us know. And uh, we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. Like, Caleb, Caleb's uh, story was a perfect example of that. Like, it didn't actually happen to him, but it happened in his hometown and he happened to go to school with that girl. Yeah. You don't have to go to school with the person, but that's why I asked him to write it because I wanted to get his his opinion on it yep or but, it could be your own personal experience of something or if yeah. you know something that's someone's that or if you know someone that's had something happen let them know and be like hey you should send in your story to wwtnpodcast at gmail.com yep like how i slid that in there <laughs> thank you that was that was classy um have you checked in on the neighbors what's with the neighbors Bree and amy Bree and amy out out Um, say hi to your cats for us. Meow. That was pathetic. <laughs> Don't get dead. Why are you mad at me? Is, he... it, is it because I woke you up? <laughs> He's all raspy. <laughs> <laughs>